Um, okay, so I always start this kind of, okay, here we go. Uh, hello, welcome, gentle listeners. Welcome to Wish You All the Best, a personal podcast about modern dating from the perspective of a man who goes to therapy. I'm, I'm still working on that intro. Um, and I am super happy to be joined uh, by my first guest, Taylor. Um, uh, welcome, welcome. Do I need to work on the intro? How does the intro feel? No, I love the intro. I think the intro is lovely. Really? It's not I, to you? I really like it a lot. You are Genuinely. Super, you are Thank super you sweet. for having me. I'm excited to be on here. Thank you for making time. Um, I will say you are the person who, when I first thought I was going to do like some sort of creative outlet for like babbling about my dating experiences. You, you were the person who I was like, okay, I definitely have to get Tay on here because we're going to have fun. So I'm super excited um, that you made I time for too. this. So thank you. I am too. No, yeah, you mentioned it, I think, after our first date. Yeah. Right after our first date. Something, I don't know. I remember it came up early on in our friendship. Really? Like it was like, yeah. maybe, was you're like, like on the first date? Do, yeah, you were like, we should do a podcast together. Oh, maybe that maybe that's where I had the idea. I can't even remember now. Yeah. Um well cool. Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. So okay. So we have some interesting fun things to talk about. Um and yeah, let's just get into it. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so this is uh um this is the second episode of this little podcast. Um, and I haven't really done kind of like I think a proper um what has my dating experience been uh story so i wanted to kind of do that real quick and then uh and then taylor i'll let you do the same because i would love to hear yours um so yeah dating for me uh i am divorced i was divorced three years ago and i have been um not using the dating apps for i think about six months now but i was on and off them a bunch before that um and i've used uh two matchmakers uh, who I'm really, really happy with. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the matchmaking process um, uh, for reasons we can talk about if we want to. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I would say I would describe my journey or my like, yeah, my, my adventure in dating. I would say the big challenge for me has been um, always trying to bring like my best self to a date, I think especially early on, there were dates where I was just getting out there and feeling like, oh my gosh, I've got a date, I've got a date, I've got a date. And I don't really think I was like really being able to like be there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so I tried to do, I tried to do my best to, to approach dating and, and uh, well, you know, do, do my best to make sure that I was Kind of bringing my best self to every date and usually for me what that meant is uh not going on too many dates um, mm -hmm. which is an interesting topic that we'll get to with you in just a little bit <laughs> certainly um uh and yeah I, I think um the other thing we might as well talk about how i'm i'm too picky uh and mm -hmm. I think, yeah my big challenge has been um i think i'm looking for that spark i think i'm looking to feel that 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 magic or whatever it is like I, I kind of know that I have boxes that I that I want checked you know I kind of know mm -hmm. who I am in a relationship I know what I value in a partner um, but I don't I don't really know what it is in the past that's made me feel that that chemistry you know it's um, important 
It's important. My parents are 45 years into their marriage and they said that's vital because I've, I've attempted to throw that chemistry piece out the window. Have you? I have. I have. We can get into that later, but it's important. Okay. This allegedly, is allegedly. I don't know. What do we know? I mean, so I've heard people, I mean, let's put a pin in this, but I, I have heard people, I listened, I've listened to so many like dating podcasts and I've read like dating self-help books and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. There, there are people who, um, there's, there's a fuck spark movement. There are people who were like, do not look for spark, uh, look for someone that fits for what, figure out what you're looking for, yes. find that in a person and commit and the spark will come with time. Mm-hmm. Have you heard I've, this or do you I have, have thoughts? I have heard this. I have heard this and I've tried it. Have you? I have. We can talk about it more, like I said later. But yes, this is something I have mixed feelings about. We're already we're already mm-hmm. just like throwing the whole like outline out the window. I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So I think that's me. Um, Thank I you for sharing. You the intro? Yeah. Yes, of course. Well, my name is Taylor Hickey. I will be 32 years old on September 23rd coming up here. Oh, that's right. You're a baby. Uh, I know. Look at me. Um, I feel 17, but I have been having crushes on boys since I was two years old. Very, <laughs> very, very big crushes. I took them very seriously. Um, I think I had my first boyfriend when I was 13. And since then, I've been in back-to-back relationships. Okay. All the way since the age of 13. Um, a mixture of meeting people, men, only men in real life and online. So when MySpace sparked, I started meeting boyfriends on MySpace very quickly. Yeah. Wow. So you were online dating way before it was cool. I was cool. online dating way before it was cool. And we would meet on MySpace and then meet at, up at the local mall here in Tampa, Florida. That's amazing. So, yeah. Um, so back-to-back relationships um most importantly something to note is when i turned 20 let's see it was 20 or 21 i met my serious boyfriend turned fiance okay we dated for 3 years i want to say two or 3 years before he very informally proposed which included calling my father my father proceeding to say, you don't want to marry Taylor. What are you doing? And him saying, no, we're going to get married. And essentially just figuring out a way to move me out to San Francisco to be with him. So I took that as an informal engagement because my background is I'm Catholic. I've always said this to you. I'm culturally Catholic. I put it on my dating websites Uh uh uh, or my dating apps. But I wanted to live, excuse me, I wanted to be engaged before we lived together. That was just Uh something I had in my 23-year-old brain at the time. Uh Uh So he proposed informally. I moved out to San Francisco. We proceeded to have a very tumultuous rest of our relationship, but we were together for about six years total. Right after that relationship dissolved, two months later, I got into a three-month relationship, or excuse me, a three-year relationship, two months right after that. Okay. So- 10 years, my all my 20s eaten up by two relationships. Okay, well. Uh, and I turned 30. Uh, that final relationship of my 20s dissolved in couples counseling mm. um, two months after my 30th birthday. And then I decided to take a year off of dating completely. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I know that you always touch on that you're a man in therapy. I've been in therapy since I was eight. It's nothing new to me. I love it. Big advocate for therapy. So I took that entire year off from dating, talked to my therapist, thought about what I was going to do. It was not a conscious sort of decision to stop dating. I just was fed up, completely sick of dating, sick of the idea of anything to do with dating and men. Okay, wait, can I pause you real quick? Yes. I keep yes. I keep typing down questions and I'm like, no, I should just ask her. I should just ask her. Sure. Okay. I I I I I definitely want to hear about um what was it about dating mm-hmm. that you that you were sick of. But first I'm curious to know, and forgive me, your mm-hmm. your fiance, when you mm-hmm. first moved to San Francisco, you mm-hmm. say you say he informal informally proposed? Correct. No was, ring. It was just no like, ring. hey, we should get married. I'm okay. calling your dad. I was like, you have to call my dad. So he calls my father. <laughs> I feel like calling the dad is a that, that's a that's a formal thing. I I, I spoke yeah, there to was my no ring. Oh, okay. There was no ring. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. 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 So it wasn't like a get out, get down on a knee. There's a ring kind of no. thing. No, it was more like me being like, we have to get married. This is what we're doing. Okay. And I think we even broke up for a couple months before. I mean, we were just. We had to be together. We were very much attached mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. the hip, he and I. Yeah. So there was that connection. I mean, it was it oh, obviously huge. It across the country. Huge. Yeah. Yes. Huge. Okay. 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 That's what I, I was just curious about that. I was just curious about that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So okay. Okay. So you decided to take a year off after this mm-hmm. second relationship uh, went away. Mm-hmm. You're 30 years old, and it, dating dating was just no fun. And so you were like, I'm taking a year off. Well, I just thought two failed relationships back to back with two people I thought I was going to marry. I need okay. to I, I need to take a break. Like I said, it wasn't even a conscious decision. It was more just like I physically, physically cannot bring myself to speak to another man. Text, tell yeah. them my favorite color, you know, <laughs> all the yeah. things that come along with the small talk with dating. I physically couldn't do it. Yeah. I just I just could not do it. It was like my body just rejected the idea. So I focused on work. I focused on myself and it happened to come at the time COVID hit. Yeah. Right. So it was right sort of in that time frame when I could just go into hermit mode and would be acceptable. Yeah. 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 Good for you. So it wasn't like the dating apps or that dating was wearing you down. It was that you had been through two major things and exactly. like basically your heart needed. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Now, after that, after that year, I mean, that's a whole other discussion, which I know that <laughs> we can jump into. But yeah, that's that's essentially a, a little about me and the dating thing. So yeah, I have been online dating since I was 13 or no. Yeah, I would say whenever MySpace popped up, whenever I created my profile. Well, so. that. I mean, like, that's. AOL. I would love to. Oh, like an AOL, like trying yeah. to to chat with. Sure. Um well, that's interesting. Okay, so you were dating online mm-hmm. in the MySpace days, and then basically for a decade you were in relationships. I was. Well, let's say so. I was in the MySpace days, and then I had my first serious boyfriend that I said I love you to when I was fifteen. I love that. Okay. And then after that one, I was heartbroken, and then I met my what I still call <laughs> my first my first love, my one true love. Yeah, I met oh. him when I was sixteen. And I was dating another boyfriend. Oh, drama. And we, we met at a bonfire. But he pursued me and pursued me. So I broke up with that other boyfriend. 
And then this new boyfriend that I call my one first love, my first true love, whatever, he and I dated for almost two years. And we met in real life. So Yeah. Okay. So two others two other serious I'm putting them in quote air quotes for the people that obviously (laughs) uh two other serious relationships after that before the ones that ate up my twenties. So I'm telling you, look, (laughs) back to back relationships since I was thirteen. Got it. Okay. And, and, but a lot of those, so, well, I mean, I guess I just mean to say like you were online dating back when it was MySpace, but you mm-hmm. like met, met people in the real world I did. for a long, long time. And then I guess in the middle of COVID is when mm-hmm. you sort of returned to online dating. Is that fair? I've always had the hybrid model. Okay. I've never, I've always been open to either or. Well, and sometimes I'll see someone at a bar in real life, but they would find me online or I would see someone at oh. the local mall and they would find me online or I would see someone at church or an event and they'd be like, hey, I saw you at this event, X, Y, and Z. Do you want to go to dinner? Oh, okay. That's what happened in my teens, mostly. Okay. Is it, the, I mean, this is like people sliding into your DMs. Is that how they say kind it? Kind of, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's it. And so, that I mean, happens now to this day with dating apps. I don't have any social media, as you know, mm-hmm. other than a TikTok that I have zero presence on. What I have two videos, it's just for my fa- friends and family, right? Uh-huh. Um, no. So now it still happens on dating apps. I'll see someone that I maybe left swiped on a dating app. Mm-hmm. We'll, I'll see them in a nightclub or a restaurant and they'll, mm-hmm. they somehow either screenshotted it or remembered me in some way and they'll reach out to me on LinkedIn. That happens quite often. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Um, Despite not having social media, there's always a way to slide into some form of DMs. Right. I mean, I, I, guess, I guess the reason I'm curious about it is just to sort of hear your perspective on how, if at all, or, or what opinion you might have about like how it's changed, right? Because I feel like in the infancy of the internet, back when it was MySpace, it was like you find someone, you have their picture and their profile maybe or something, and you just send a message and it's like getting an email sort of, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I think an online presence, or I I, I feel like it's true for me, but I, I feel like having an online presence is a, is a very different thing now than it was, say, 15 years ago. Oh, it's completely different. It's completely yeah, okay. Different. As a, as a woman, so you're a very pretty lady. You're a very attractive woman. Thank you. As, as a woman who, who, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm certain, like you say, you guys see you in a restaurant and like go find you on LinkedIn. I, I, of course, absolutely believe that happens. You'll be shocked to learn that that does not happen to me. No one's ever sent me a LinkedIn message saying, I saw you at Shea Mama. How are you? You know? Yeah. I mean, I've never done that to a man. Right. I have never. How... Actually, that's a lie. You know what? Really? <laughs> I did that when I was 16 and I will never do it again. Why? Because I, because I met my orthodontist son and I okay. just thought he was the absolute cat's meow. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I found him on MySpace and I messaged him. and I was like, hey, we just met at the orthodontist at your dad's office. Uh-huh. And he was like, you're a fucking weirdo. I think he <sighs> just shamed me for reaching out to him. No. And I told myself I would never do it again. <laughs> that, yeah. that that man is kicking himself to this day. Oh my God. Well, he was much older. He was much older. I think he was in his 20s and I was 16. Mm-hmm. So it could have been. He is I don't kicking know. himself to this day. I don't know. It was yeah. I was that was brutal. I was well, so right, embarrassed. 
I mean, that's horrible. That's a horrible thing for someone to say yes. to somebody else, first of all. And the internet is terrible because like, it gives us license to say things we would never say to someone to their face, right? Totally. But I guess the reason that, and, and part of the reason why I think this podcast is, is, and this conversation is a great idea because like men and women, I think often just have no idea what it's like for each other mm-hmm. uh, on the internet in general. And of course, specifically on dating apps. But these days, sometimes I think there's not that much of a difference between like the internet and dating apps, right? Because like if guys are sliding into your DMs on LinkedIn, like nowhere is safe, right? So, no, you're totally right. So I was I wondering like, okay, so I guess I'm, I feel like you probably know what it's like for me to be online because mm-hmm. maybe that's not true, but like, you know, people don't approach me online. Like I don't, I mean, you know, sometimes on TikTok people will, will say like, oh, I thought your video was funny. Or I think your ideas are funny or, or, or mm-hmm. I like what you're saying. And if we happen to be in the area, they'll say, hey, would you want to go get a drink? But it's a very like, well, I guess that is kind of somebody sliding I into my I find that so strange, I have to tell you, because you're incredibly handsome. You're so well. well-spoken. You have such a delicious voice. So when you're on dating apps or on TikTok or in real life, I'm shocked. I almost think you're lying. No one ever approaches. Women do not approach you. I mean, that's like a, uh, there have been a few people on TikTok. Um, okay. And, and, it's, and it's like, you know, but it's mostly like, I mean, I guess it's potentially romantic, but it's very much framed in like a, hey, I would love to talk to you about your ideas kind of thing. It's, it's okay. very rarely like... Uh, and maybe it's just safer that way, but it's it's never like a uh, directly romantic. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you know I'm not I'm not I'm not being yeah you know, I, I feel like we both knew that like the the possibility would be there kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I feel like in the beginning it's never like and maybe maybe this is this is me revealing why I'm bad at sliding into DMs. Um, <laughs> but it's never like yeah it's never like overtly romantic like, no one ever asks like are you i okay, guess no well, i'm shocked I'm, yeah well you yeah, guys I'm shocked. no I'm, I'm not being sweet i'm being honest i really it's hard for me to believe that's not possible the only reason i think okay you, you might not be lying and you're being you're not just being so humble is that <laughs> i don't approach men i never do. right right up up until about three months ago, I just had business cards printed, personal ones, with my uh-huh. first and last name, my location, my LinkedIn, because, again, I don't have social media, and my cell number on there. And I uh-huh. gave one out. I've only given uh-huh. one out to a man that I had a crush on. He was in the Banana Republic, uh-huh. a very tall, like 6'8", Swedish man. Uh-huh. Of course. He was 6'8", maybe 300 pounds. And I was like, I want to climb that guy like a tree, right? <laughs> So I had my girlfriend that I was in the store with at the cash register pass him my business card. Uh-huh. And I just said to him two words. I was a couple words. I was like, you're very handsome. He was like, you're beautiful. Thank you. He WhatsApps me a week later. I think I haven't heard from this guy in a week. Uh-huh. What's the deal? WhatsApps me a week later. And he's like, hey, it was so great to meet you. I live in Singapore. I'm Swedish. Da, 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 da. He chats me up a little bit. Then finally he reveals he's married, but we can still keep talking and he'd love to fly back to San Francisco to meet me. And I just ghosted. Mm, that sucks. <laughs> I know. It was, yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, right. The whole, so, so one of the big things for me about the dating apps is that I think, and I, I think this is mostly true for men. I, th- I think men don't realize how many likes or right swipes or pokes or like inbound requests for attention 
that women receive on the internet. I think in mm-hmm. general, like like when I started this whole idea, I was like, what are the things that I would tell myself if I could go back in time and tell myself 10 years ago, listen, this is what dating on the internet is going to be about. And, and I think I think initially I just sort of naively assumed that women on dating apps were getting about as many ma- matches and messages as I was. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just not true. Or I, I guess I would like to hear from you if you think that's not true. But I, I think that's just not true. Like men are socialized to be aggressors. Uh, we're, we're taught that, or at least let me put it this way. It doesn't take that many men to be very, very aggressive online mm-hmm. for most women. I guess I can't speak for all, but I think for most women in most major cities to be just like flooded with attention mm-hmm. uh, online and certainly on a, on a dating app. Am I mm-hmm. way off or like, what's your, what's your take on that? What's your experience? You know what? You just triggered a thought I've been having all week, actually. In fact, my sister's best friend was telling me a story. She was in a nightclub recently for her birthday and a young, handsome man came up to her and they had been dancing all night long. And he said, if I don't come home with you tonight, I'm going to kill myself. Oh. And I'm thinking if I were a woman that said that to a man in a bar, he would just be like, who is this crazy bitch? And so I think that the double standard is men are socialized to be the aggressor. You're, you're correct. Because if women are and when we are, we either get labeled as crazy, clingy. Right. I mean, this is just something that I've seen. Oh, gosh. So I, I don't know. So to go back to your original question, do I think that that's true? Yes, I do, because I think a lot of us, a lot of women are fearful of being labeled easy, crazy, yeah, or desperate. There's yeah. always this desperate woman thing being thrown around. She's desperate. Right. Men don't have that so much. It's just like, right. oh, he's passionate or he's just really into her. You know, I mean, the notebook, that's a perfect or he's example. A, he's a player. He's shooting his shot. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Notebook, the film, The Notebook. Yeah, flip, yeah, yeah. Flip the characters. If Noah was a woman doing that to a man, we, yeah. we wouldn't even have, no one would watch the film. Yeah, I like, still think that's a pretty unhealthy relationship in general, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the film with Glenn Close where she boils the rabbit? It would be one of those things. <laughs> okay, wait. Oh, so wait, first of all, how did it go with, was it your friend and the like suicidal uh, yeah. approacher? He wasn't really suicidal. He was just pulling one of those moves. Like, if I don't come home with you tonight, I'm going to kill myself. And she, look, little did he know she had a boyfriend. And really, frankly, she shouldn't have been dancing with him. But she was. Mm -hmm. And she just, she didn't really finish the story because I was laughing so hard. And Uh just hearing a guy say that, um, they're in their early 20s. That's And uh, yeah, no, I just thought that was bizarre. Bizarre. Although I've heard a variety of, of variety of those types of lines in my lifetime just the way he said it so bluntly yeah yeah the whole like pickup line thing and and that's that's even i think that's also influenced by dating apps right because like you have to come up i mean to kind of circle back to the whole just like the the sheer number of messages that women tend to receive like Mm -hmm. as a guy and i think this is probably accurate but like as a guy you do feel like there's a lot of pressure to have your first message be something that's going to Uh, like grab her attention or like have it be something that's going to stand out, you know? Yes. And I know that you've talked a lot about that in your TikToks and to, I think we've discussed it a couple of times. Um, I have mixed feelings about that. 
Mm. Like like I mentioned, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. I've been online dating a long time. Yeah. And there's a special formula to whether or not I'm going to go on a date with someone. Of course there is. I want to hear it. But there isn't at the same time. Okay. So oh. you and I discussed that I've been on 30 dates in six months. Yeah, yeah, once, yeah. Once I got off of the dating hiatus that I took. I went ham. I went in and I went hard. Yeah. And you were one of those people. I was. You and I, I think you were, I have a list. I think you were my fourth first date. I think, okay, if I had to guess, I think, I remember, I remember getting in the back of a, of a, of a, a Lyft or Uber with you. We were going yeah. to the battery after. Did I tell you this on the date? You did. It was wonderful. Oh, Jesus. It was, okay. but it was so impressive to me because you were so... Um, and we're totally off our schedule, by the way, which is fine. Um, but it was so impressive to me. Um, mm -hmm. and this is why I knew I wanted to have you on this because you were, you were just so, uh, there was no artifice. You, you, your approach to this stuff is just so, uh, fearless and, uh, uh, and honest, um, and transparent. And, and I really, really admire that. I got to tell you, like, you. I, uh, I've, I, I've been on a number of dates in the past years and uh that's a that's a rare quality it's really admirable i appreciate that and you know what actually that's not a facade that's actually i'm really not scared to date i love dating so oh, i i it's believe last it, which is why you're it's perfect last it's so so fun um teach I just, me how to love it because i'm so bad at it well look i have uh generalized anxiety disorder so i'm scared of a lot of shit that doesn't matter but um mm. when it comes to dating no fearless i love it I should have more of a filter. Like, why would someone say that? Why would I tell you on a first date? Oh, yeah, you're you're one of many. I've just been on a first no, date. No, I respectfully disagree. I respectfully disagree. So, so, so to, to circle back to that, but I do disagree. To circle back mm -hmm. to that, I, th I think you told me that you had been on fourteen dates in the past ten oh, days. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. And my oh, wow. jaw hit like the bottom <laughs> of the car. I was like, okay, I think I went on the last date like a, a couple months ago or something. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate um, you taking it so well because that could have been that was uh, we had had what two two glasses of wine yeah and a very nice you know italian dinner whatever but, but it was no. fabulous, yeah. but i do you remember remember that the, the uh, waitress estella yes the, she was i she's not there anymore whenever i go back i always look to see if she's there oh, she, was she was so, so sweet no we had a fabulous first date but the reason i bring up the wine is because what i do get a little unfiltered once you know the second or third glass hits but that's fair. Yeah, no, I mean, was that rude? I felt like that was no. kind of rude to say. But yeah, I wanted I, to be honest. I wanted to be exactly. honest, right? And I think that's the way to be. I, I, honestly, I think that's one of the things that really uh, impressed me about you so much, um, right? Because like, well, okay, in, in general, I would say my philosophy is that like, I, I think the truth is hard enough to tell as it is. Like if your goal is to just tell another human being your experience of the universe, Mm -hmm. That is hard enough all by itself, right? And and to try and filter that through what you think this other person wants to hear, excuse me, or like what what you think is the best thing to say or that kind of thing. I think I think that just muddies it, you know. So I really admired that you were just like, look, this is my experience. This is what I'm doing. Like mm -hmm. anyone can look at you. I think anyone who, who who understands dating at all, especially in San Francisco, put a pin in that maybe, but like anyone can look at you and be like, okay, yeah, that woman can absolutely go out on 14 dates in 10 days, like mm -hmm. easy. And and if and I think if you had said to me like, oh, you're my first date in three months, I can't find anyone to date. I would be like, that's false. Like that's a lie, right? Got it. Um, 
but but like I think uh, more so than um, than just like the the, the number. Um, I mean, you know, I, I think I think it, it was definitely an ego check, and it was a moment for me to be like, you know, d- like did that bruise my male ego? Am I okay? I definitely had that moment, and I was like, no, okay, I think I'm okay. I know what I'm doing. I'm like, we're just meeting this person, seeing how it's going. That's great. Which well, I don't I'll tell know. you, you took it well. I've I've been on other <laughs> dates where I was as honest. And I learned. I'm not saying that anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. But I you filter those people out. Like if if you're, I mean, let me put it this way: Do you feel like no the people who lost. reacted poorly? No. Yeah. So then, why not say it? Why not be honest if you're filtering out people who like can't <laughs> handle you? Because I heard myself say it on one of the last ones, and I was like, yeah, I've I've been going through this sort of experimental dating process i've just got back out there and i heard myself Mm. say it and just sounded cheesy as hell like i was i don't know like i was trying (laughs) to prove something or like i was i don't know it sounded not like who i want to be so i've now filtered that out how interesting okay well that's fair but i appreciate that you appreciated it even (laughs) if you're lying about that (laughs) i'm not i'm not lying what's the point um Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. We're so far off of our roadmap. That's totally fine. Um, okay. Okay. Bring it back. I do. So, um, okay. So before, so, so I guess for, for our audience, you and I have been on one date, um, uh, before that one date, uh, the the thing that I wanted to talk about is that Mm -hmm. I was so impressed by your message etiquette. Thank you. Well, where did we, where did we meet? You and I. Uh, I think I think I'm pretty sure that we matched on Bumble and Hinge, okay. and I th- and I think we got to chatting on Bumble. Um, Bumble's my least favorite app. Maybe that's not true. I'm surprised? No, no, it could be because I I in that spurt, that dating spurt that I did, I tried every app. I mean, I'm on yeah. every Araya, Bumble, you know, everything. Yeah, yeah, Bumble, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're okay, Cupid. Did, that's impressive. Thought, yeah, all of them. You know this. You've seen my. F- I showed you my phone. You you, you told me. Um, you you actually uh, 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 got me into Raya. I did. Um, uh, which thank you. I guess I put a pin <laughs> in that. Um, I I warned you. You did. What it was you, like. You were very upfront. Yes. Um, and yeah, no, you were very upfront. You you are. But this again. So you and, and also I should say. Okay, so so your message etiquette is amazing. You thank have you. like a a plan of attack for dating you can i share this you you like share with me you're like uh you're like a a google doc that you have where you've like got this like nailed down it's it's sort of written like you're writing it to a little sister where it's like this is how you deal with this sure um which i really admire i wrote that to my little sister it was uh uh what what did i call it i can look for it in my notes but dating in a modern world or something. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Dating in a modern world and then breaking up in a modern world. I wrote two. Yeah. I remember. Diary entries that are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But they work. I think they work. I, I, I'm interested to talk about that. I, I, if I remember right, um, and I forgive me, I should have reread it before this, but I, if I remember right, like one of the first lines in that, in the dating guide is basically like, um, you can, you can accomplish this. Like it's a job. Like, I treat Jade. I have always treated dating like it's a job. That's like impressive. it's a part-time job. Yeah, I've never been someone who's think who's ever had the idea that love is just going to walk into me or what? What's the cliche phrase that it's just gonna? I don't You're know. Like, I just 
stumble across it. Yeah, I always figured that it would be something that I have to work for. And I'm working on that in therapy as well because I have worked a little too hard in and in and at love. But look, you know, the interesting thing is, is my greatest love to date has been someone that stumbled upon, we stumbled upon each other at a random bonfire. So um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, what do I know? I don't know anything. Well, I, I, trying it I, out. I think you're impressive. And I, I guess like, um, well, okay, yeah, I, I want, I, I do want to talk about your your message et- etiquette. That was a thing I wanted to kind okay. of uh, spotlight here because so we, I think we, ma- I, th- I do think if I remember, I think we matched on two apps. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we matched on Tinder and Hinge, but I trust whatever you remember because I don't. That remember could be that. right. That yep. could be right. That could be right. Or maybe it was three. Maybe it was Tinder, Hinge, and maybe. Bumble. I yes. forget. Um, and then. Um, is there a word for that? Is there a term for like when you match with somebody on like multiple dating apps? There should be. It's a thing that happens. You know, men always will say, "Oh, we've matched on three apps. It's time to get married now," or something really? silly. You know, there's like a recurring message I get whenever that happens, <laughs> and it's ridiculous because like, why are we matching on all these apps? Why didn't we just talk the first time or whatever? I mean, it speaks yeah. to the nature and the culture of the dating app situation, which is eye roll worthy. So yeah. Well, okay, let's put a pin in that too. So, okay, okay so we got to chatting, and mm-hmm. I, th- I think the first message you sent me um, but you uh, was messaged bas- me first. Oh, I'm sure I did. I'm certain you I had did. to because I don't message first. Yeah, and I wouldn't. Yeah. Unless it's um, Bumble, where I have to. Right, and you say I, I, I hate Bumble. I'm not yeah. a Bumble fan because you have to message first. Well, I default to being in. This is so oof, cringe that I'm saying this, but um, no. I'm I'm a little. I default to being, how do I word this without saying the word that I don't want to say? So when I walk into a room, I have this issue that a lot of people have noticed about me that I didn't know. And I've now been more introspective about it, but I have to have the biggest swinging dick in the room. I don't know why. It's a thing that I'm working on. <laughs> okay. You're so, a high status individual. I, no, I don't know. That's not the word. I'm just saying okay. I have to... I've been in rooms with a variety of types of people, and I just always like to have the biggest swinging dick. I don't know how to put it other than that. <laughs> um, and with that being said, I want a man to approach me because okay. I'm already going to default to being kind of like the person doing more in the relationship. Mm. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? I'm, I default to being an alpha. I was trying to avoid that word. Okay, no, so I get it. Bumble, that, that word has a lot of baggage, but I hear yeah, you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I, I Bumble feels like it's for the beta male. Oh, interesting. And whenever I've dated a beta male, I build a lot of resentment over time. So yeah. Because you feel like you're putting more energy in? Exactly. Okay. So you you on a dating app you like being you, you like them to put forth. I like being hunted. I like being hunted. Plain okay. and simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So that's so interesting. Okay. So when I, I don't, I forget what charming witticism I first threw at you, but like, I'm sure I said, hopefully I said something kind and something, I mean, something that got your attention. You've always been incredibly lovely. <laughs> We've always um, flown really you. nicely in conversation, whether that be through text or dating app initially and in person. It's always really easy to speak to you and you're always just incredibly lovely. 
you're so very sweet, but I, I think that's I think that's because of you. I, I think your like etiquette with messaging on dating apps, it like let me put it this way: I, you are the most like responsive person I have ever texted with on a dating app. Because even if it was to say like, uh, "Hey, listen," I, th- I think the first thing you said to me was like, "Hey, listen, I'm about to be in Florida for three months. Um, I will get back <laughs> to you when I get back." And I think I saw that and I was like, that is the most convoluted way I've told, I've had someone say go away in, in a long, long time. Because most women will just not reply. I'm like, why did you reply if what you were going to say was in Florida back in three months? But that's what you said. <laughs> and then that's what you did. Like you basically, mm-hmm. I think, I think I, I think what I did is I put a reminder in my calendar. It's like, you know, message you did, Taylor yes. on Hinge. Mm-hmm, and then I, I messaged you back and then you were like, oh, hi. And then, and then you just like picked it back up. You were just like, okay, great. Like you would, you have always, after I, you know, got your number and we started, I'm pretty sure I got your phone number before the first date. Sometimes people I wish, don't do that. I, I wish I didn't delete my apps um, and refresh them because I don't have any of our history. I don't know what our yeah. messages look like. I just have our initial texts, which I think we've texted quite a bit at this point. So I'd have to do a lot of scrolling to get to the top, but I really can't remember yeah. how it all transpired. Too much work. Frankly, yeah. But I guess like, you know, the, the transition from, you know, like, like it goes, you go from, you, you chat on the app and then I usually try to go from the app to, to texting. I don't know if that's your strategy, mm-hmm. but like, I'm sure we did oh, that. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, I have a three but anyway. message rule. I have that three message rule. Did I tell you about that? No. What's your three message yeah, rule? Yeah. No, I need someone to ask me on a date within three messages or I will stop the conversation abruptly. In, I'm not in looking for a pen Correct. Yes. Wow. I yeah, have I'm had, not looking for details. I've had many women, many, I don't say many, I should say a few matches because I don't get that many matches, but like I've definitely had women on the apps uh, kind of bristle at being asked out too early. Oh. Um, we did talk about this. We have spoken about this before. And I remember you telling me that and thinking that's interesting. I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you know, you're yeah, so intentional about it. So anyway, so you're um, even so even in texting, you've always been so responsive, like you will get back to me. Um, usually, I mean, not not immediately, you're a busy lady, but like, you know, I will always, I know when I send you a message and say, hey, let's put something in the calendar or hey, I'm doing a podcast or I think probably initially like, you know, whatever it was um, to, to set up the date. Like you've always been so like responsive and um, I don't know, like you're, you're, you're like a, you're like an, an English butler of, of texting. <laughs> so like on it. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. Is that, and I assume that's not just with me. I, I assume that I have not just so uniquely charmed you that you've decided to be polite in text. I assume you do that with everyone. Um, I do that with everyone in my life. Um, everyone from doctors to uh, my hairstylist, my spray tan girl, my sister, my mom, <laughs> my dad. I think people appreciate um, consideration in, and we all communicate through text. And I think people appreciate it. And I want to be considered in text as well. Um, I mean, I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, but I, I think that's unique. Like I think, well, let me put it this way. I think, and I, I don't mean to be too cynical here, but I think part of the reason that struck me is so unique is that I think a part of online dating culture um, is is just kind of the I don't want to say horrible reality, but like uncomfortable reality that 
women field a large number of inbound requests. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I would be interested to talk to you about, about why there aren't that many women on the dating apps, because it's not like we live in a world where there, there's only one woman to every eight men, right? It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's mostly on the apps where you have that imbalance. Um, mm -hmm. But let's put a pin in that for now. Um, well, before you put a pin in that, I will just slip in that all of my girlfriends, but one, and I have a pretty large group of girlfriends. I mean, we're talking out of a group of you know twenty women that I'm 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 well acquainted with. Mm -hmm. Don't use apps, but one, right? They don't like them. Right. They think they're too yeah. superficial. They find them gross. They always encourage me to get off of them. Yeah. Um, they're they're not into them. So I'm one of yeah. the few of the people that, you know, use them. My sister and I, we love them. And I think I think that's true for a lot of women. I think a lot of women, is, not only do they not like them, but I think earlier you were talking about like that fear or there's a lot of pressure uh, that women face, not men, women, to not be desperate, uh, mm -hmm. to not appear. Um, well, you know, like, like I think there's a lot of like slut shaming, right? There's a lot 100%. of negative. Yeah. There's a big pressure keeping women away. And the desperate thing comes up to my friends. Sometimes they're like, look, I know you're not desperate. They're trying to smooth over the conversation with me, but they're like, it feels desperate uh -huh. to me on these apps. Yeah. It feels desperate. And I, I think men think it's desperate. This is a conversation I've had with a close girlfriend. Um, and I can understand that point of view because you're putting yourself on a romantic dating app, attempting yeah. to- On the internet. Someone. Yeah, on the internet saying, hey, I'm single and I want to meet someone. Yeah. But it's just as desperate looking to me as it is taking a selfie and putting it on your Instagram. Like you look fucking stupid, right? <laughs> you, look stupid. you look stupid. It's always been stupid to me since MySpace with people holding their phones up or holding it in a mirror and I'm guilty of it too. But you look uh -huh. like a fucking nerd. You look like a nerd. <laughs> and like we're past that point. We're past that point here. You know, it's the internet. We're here. It's alive yeah. and well. It's not going away anytime soon. So we all look like nerds and yeah, desperate is is a word that I just choose to ignore. Yeah, that's interesting. In um, in the in the case of being on a dating app. Now, of course, I move differently as you know in terms of messaging as we've already touched on. So Yeah. I keep derailing well, us. Sorry. No, no, that's the whole point. Um <laughs> So I guess I, the, the thing about the message etiquette is like, it, it seems to me like given that you, and this we can segue into 30 first dates in six months or whatever it was, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, like, do you just, can you just like crank out a, a well-worded, uh, thoughtful text, like go, go, go? Or do you like have to commit a like a serious, it seems to me like you would have to commit a pretty serious amount of time every day if mm -hmm. you're fielding, if you are are chatting with as many people on dating apps, uh, as I would imagine you are or were. You know what? That's an excellent question because my sister asked me the same thing because she has a very less formal approach when it comes to how she communicates via text and dating app. And she will uh -huh. go through my dating apps and just be like, you honestly talk like this to people. This is exhausting. And I'm just <laughs> how I am. And I text like this to her as well. No, I can just pop out a formal text. I mean, I'm the friend that sends paragraph long texts. Yeah. I love it. That's amazing. And I'm the girlfriend that does it too. I mean, I don't do it before we're in an exclusive relationship. And of course, I try to 
think about is this conversation serious or not, but I'm not ashamed to send a paragraph long text. I like some good texting. I like, <laughs> I like grammar. I like to keep it as possible. Yeah. I like yeah. language. I just, I'm a lover of language. So texting is fun. And, and to answer your original question, does it take me a long time? No, not really. I just pump them out between meetings. Just them out. That's yeah. impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, but I've heard of this concept called time batching, um, mm -hmm. where people will batch out time in their day to either make phone calls, do their work, send text messages. I believe one of my girlfriends who's an attorney does this. She'll save any text messaging or dating app messaging for a window of time during the day from like 8 to 9 mm -hmm. p.m. She'll take mm -hmm. care of her texts and dating app stuff. And that's mm -hmm. it. I just, I don't do that. No. Men and this is a, a quick tangent men would be would should be so desperate to know when women tend to do that because mm -hmm. i think one of the big things that's a challenge for men on dating apps if you're if you know if you're well I, you know if, if you're if you're sending a message to a woman on a dating app knowing when she's going to next check that app mm -hmm. is critical information because if i send mm -hmm. you a message and it takes you a day to check on it. Sure. Another 20 men have messaged you in the meantime. And right. now you have to scroll past 20 messages to get down to the very, you know, thoughtful, kind, wonderful, amazing thing that I sent you. Right. But, and you might never do that. Now, I, I guess I don't know. I should ask you, or can I ask you, do you yeah, always you respond to every, do you always no. respond to every message you get on the dating app? Of course not. I mean, you no. couldn't possibly have enough time. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. And that's where comes the, what I mentioned previously, the magic equation. Mm -hmm. It's timing. Mm -hmm. um, a big portion of it is timing, just like with everything in life. Mm -hmm. It's like you messaged me on the time, of the day where I decided to say, hey, he looks handsome. Mm -hmm. I'm going to reply. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there, look, there are a number I can scroll through my phone right now. And there are I haven't responded to a dating app message in a month or two. <laughs> and a lot of handsome men are in there. And I've been, I've been telling myself, I have it on my calendar. Today's the day. Let's go reply to these messages. Let's set uh -huh. up some dates for when I'm back in San Francisco. Uh -huh. But I've just been exhausted, you know, yeah. with everything going on. But yeah, no, I do not reply to all of the messages. No, a lot of a big piece of it is timing. And I am not necessarily influenced by a man's message unless it is negative. Mm. Unless a message, I have an allergy to um, now at 32 years old, dating more mindfully, I have an allergy to any kind of message that's going to be a negging. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The term negging. Anything I negging am, yeah. me, not a fan. I'm yeah. not 20 five anymore where that used to work where i needed to fight back or prove myself in some way i'm not interested in the negging i don't find it attractive um i'm also not into i don't know I guess, I, yeah I, I will dismiss a man that i'm attracted to in his photos if the message is negative in some way that i in a way that i've deemed not good for me yeah but a positive message um I lost my train of thought there, but I think that you are perhaps putting too much thought into the message itself. 
Oh, interesting. You brought this up to me several times, and I, I really don't remember what you said, and I don't give a shit what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. went out with you because of your photos and perhaps timing, and mm-hmm. I think your date proposal. However, you proposed the date is what mm-hmm. got me there. Hmm. And I think yeah, you, okay. yeah, that's what gets me to a date. That's fascinating. Okay, so 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 real quick for for anybody you know for our three listeners or whatever, um, <laughs> who who might not know um, what negging is, mm-hmm. um, and I guess tell me if your understanding is different. Yes, but there are a lot of sort of like pickup artists online. There's a whole like manosphere. Um, there are, there are men who are online who I think for the most part are predatory and are really selling ideas and often like you know, wacky, they're actually making money on it. They're trying to sell a pamphlet or sell a class or sell like, mm-hmm. like vitamin supplements or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. it's usually some sort of like financial thing. But they, they, there are these pickup artists who are trying to sell this idea of like how to pick up on women. And one of their ideas is negging, which is like, you sit, you find a woman who you think you'd like to speak with, uh, or, 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 you know, to flirt with. And what you, what you say to her is something negative. You put her down to make her mm-hmm. feel worse about herself so that she will somehow that means she's going to engage with you and you're going to be able to like convert that into exactly I don't know, whatever hooking up or a relationship or whatever, whatever goal that particular pickup artist is trying to, trying to sell you on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's I, I think how I, yeah, that's the correct way that I no. think of the, I, the definition of that word. Yes. I, I've got, okay. So we're going to have to do this more than just once Tay. I hope your calendar's free because there, we have way more to talk about than we have, yes. than we have time for. Um, cause we can definitely, we can definitely unpack, uh, pickup artist stuff because, you know, I, I'm, uh, 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 it's, it's amazing. And I thank you for your honesty, but like it, it's, it, uh, I, I think there are a lot of women, uh, on whom that kind of thing does kind of work. You were saying when you were younger, mm-hmm. um, that that kind of thing might have like baited you into a conversation, right? Which is of course exactly what that guy wants. Yeah. I have to pause and take a breath because a lot of the message I was just scrolling through my hinge and Ryan. I was trying to find a good example, but some of them were explicit or embarrassing and I've ignored them. Um <laughs> but yeah, because my initial knee-jerk reaction is to say, hey, fuck you or something. And that's exactly what they want. They just want yeah. a response. The the, yeah. the point of saying whatever it is they're saying about a photo that they're seeing of me a response. Like for example, I have a political statement. I say that I'm culturally Catholic and that I am X, Y, and Z politically. That's and right. This yeah, man, yeah. yeah. This man reaches out to me and goes, so you fucking hate poor people then and minorities. Uh-huh, and I'm right. just like, okay, why are you liking, you know, why are you hearting my profile and then right. writing me this ridiculous message? And yeah. that's the response. Yeah. And like, I, I, I definitely don't mean to defend that guy because like, and, and I'm not going to, I, I'm not trying to like, cause you know, like you're on the internet, like everybody on the internet who is a person is still a person. Like, like sure. this is a challenge I think for social media, but certainly for dating apps where like people will say things that they would never have the guts or, or, or even the cruelty to say to other people in, in person. Like that guy mm-hmm. almost guarantee you would either not have the guts or, or the cruelty to say that to you in person, you know? No, if you, if you, no, never. Yeah, never. Um, but, I, and, but I think, and again, not to defend it, but like, I, I think, I think the reason why we see men behaving extra poorly 
and I'm not saying that men behave well always because that's I'm not going to I'm not going to die on that hill. But I, I think men do behave extra poorly on the dating apps because I think they get really really frustrated. I think mm, men absolutely. get yeah. you know what I mean and they, completely. And I have to tell you that I don't see it often. That's good. Yeah, I don't see it often. And the negging that was one of the more negative messages I've received. And perhaps that's not even considered negging. He was just perhaps whatever I said politically really pissed him off. I don't know. I mean, I think it's a pretty subtle statement of saying what I am, but yeah. um, I think that's negging. I think he was definitely coming at you with a criticism to see if he could get a conversation. Sure, Maybe that's what, that's how I interpreted it, but I don't know. But the point, what I was saying is it does not happen often. And I agree with what you're saying and that men are pissed and they're fed up and they want a reaction, especially because we're all, I always say this and perhaps this isn't me being naive, but we're all looking for the same thing. I mean, even the people that are really hurt, fresh out of a relationship, yes, they might be going on a sex spree or yes, they may do it, be doing whatever. I don't know. But we're all looking for love and acceptance and we're all trying to find that on a dating app. Mm-hmm. Now, timing could be different. Some people are just on there for sex or for mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, I, I can understand and empathize with the people that get angry and send angry messages. Mm. I mean, I, you know, I, I do think in general, it's up to, I, I think in general, big picture stuff, I would say dating apps are interesting to me. One big reason, because I, I do think men have a lot of work to do. Like I, my whole thing about being a man who goes to therapy, I, I'm like obnoxious with that. My friends are probably sick of it. Some of them. Anyway. <laughs> um, but oh, I, I, I do it. think. In, so glad you do. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, I think, I think in general, like big picture, I think feminism has done a lot of work in the past. I don't, I'm at ballpark. I'll say what 50, 60 years, mm-hmm. um, like whenever you want to say it started. But like, what what women are, are are what is societally acceptable for women to pursue, to be, to do, how they behave. Like we have really made a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you know, generally speaking, I think it's safe to say we made a lot of progress in, on that front. But in, but in general, I would say men kind of haven't made a corresponding shift. Like we haven't really figured out how to um, sort of adjust in response to that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it just feels to me like, and, and I, obviously I can't speak for everyone, but I think broad strokes, like there are a lot of men who are still kind of behaving uh, whether it's online or in life or whatever, but still sort of behave like it's um, you know, the sixties. Um, yes. And you know, and think that 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 life, uh, the, the the things that they should be or do in order to have a fulfilling life, mm-hmm. and not even necessarily maybe in a negative way, right? I think a lot of guys see this as like, well, you know, the the, the social contract is, uh, I should be honest, I should follow the rules, I should work hard, uh, mm-hmm. I should be loyal, uh, and I should be there for the people, you know, loyal and be there for the people who who need me. Like mm-hmm. that should yield uh, a happy, fulfilling life because that's kind of the formula that was there before, right? Yes. Um, uh, and that's that like that just kind of doesn't work as well, right? Um, because they can't be it, it, like, I don't say the bar is higher, but like the strategy for achieving a fulfilling life, the strategy for achieving uh, I mean I, I can get really huge here, like the strategy for achieving mm-hmm. community, but at least the strategy for achieving a fulfilling relationship mm-hmm. uh, it's totally different now than it was before I think feminism started mo- changing things for women. Does that make sense? 
Uh, completely. And I, I think that men today have a very challenging balance beam to be on because mm. women want someone masculine. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, alpha, like I, again, I forgive me listeners for using this word. I don't know yeah. what other word to use, but we want we want a man to take charge. But then yet we want him to be soft and loving and make love to us. And but yet we want him to be masculine. It's yeah. very complicated. And I always used to say, man, it would be so fun to be a man. I would be the best boyfriend and I would just know exactly <laughs> what to do. But I think truly you're in a unique position right now where you have to be all the thing. I mean, look, <laughs> I don't want to give you guys that much, but we're, as <laughs> we have to be all of the things at once, right? Oh, the mother, yeah. the lover, the hooker, the whatever that phrase is. We have to be yeah, all yeah, of the yeah. things. Um, but it's interesting. You guys are in a position yeah. where we need you to be soft and masculine. And how do, how do those things coexist? Um, yeah. I've seen it done. I've seen it done. And I think you're a very nice example of oh, someone who does it nicely. Um, I, but you, although I'm not going to sit here and say that you and I know each other all that well. I mean, we don't know each other intimately. We don't know each other in a variety <laughs> of ways. I mean, we're, we're fresh friends. I think we met, what, a year ago, maybe a little yeah. less. We've just texted a lot. We've and texted a very lot. Very excellent etiquette. Right. But you and I don't truly know each other. And that's fair. we've that's never fair. had a fight. We have not, you know, again, been intimate in any way. You and I have never even kissed, have we? I, that's correct. I think I think we right. didn't. Yeah, which um, is strange. You didn't. You didn't try to kiss me. I did not. No, I. I don't know. I thought you were. I'm. I'm, I'm not really a kiss on the first date kind of guy. Great. Uh, that's that's good. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have. I don't know. It depends with me. I always yeah. say I don't kiss on the first date, but I don't know. Sometimes. I, don't I mean. Know. It, I'm not going to say it hasn't happened, but usually when that kind of thing happens for me, it's because there's a little extra alcohol involved. Uh-huh. Or, Agreed. Yes. Or because it feels like, oh gosh, I don't know if I want to go down this rabbit hole, but like, it feels I don't, like it's going to be a one and done. That's where it comes for me. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah like it, sure. it feels like something where I like, if I'm not too worried about the connection being something mm-hmm. that I'm going to grow into that long-term one hundred percent. Yes. Um, I will. You know, I just kind of like want to sort of scratch that edge a little bit. You know, get that. Absolutely. I can completely edge. relate. One hundred percent. I do think. Oh, so okay. Oh, hey. So we're at an hour here. Okay. You, how are you on time? Um, I have all the time in the world. I mean, it is eight p.m. Pacific. I hear my mom calling down for me to come eat dinner. Okay, we well, should go eat dinner. Um, but uh, I can be here as long as you need to be. I think I believe you're the one that has a dinner to get to. I do. I have some friends in town that I, I'm looking okay. forward to seeing. Um, okay. Because I, we should still talk about. Well, listen. Would you like to do this again sometime? Yes, I, guess I, I would say. love to. This has been so fun, and it's I. It's been a like lot of fun. We have so much to dig into in the topics that we wanted to discuss. Yeah, we because in I, our I guess first just, date. Yeah, we didn't talk about our first date. We didn't talk about the thirty the thirty dates in six months. Um, yeah, my which, thirty days in six months, which are still going. Yeah, I think I think I would be fascinated to hear your experience with that. I think a lot of people would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, and we didn't talk about uh, how my standards are too high, which I think that oh, would be. Oh gosh, yes, yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't. Um, I don't necessarily think you're. I don't know. You've talked to me about this briefly the last time we were at my house and we had sushi. Yeah. yeah. And we were going through Raya, 
And you yeah. mentioned your, yeah, you mentioned your standards being too high. And I was, I think I defended you. I was like, I don't think your standards are too high. I need you to elaborate. Oh. Maybe that's a time, another, another episode, but I would like to hear more about that because I don't necessarily think your standards are too high. Okay. I mean, I guess it's something that I, that I, I know we talked about a little bit and I'm interested in talking about because that's something that I grapple with, you know, like, I guess we were mm-hmm. talking earlier about the whole spark thing. Maybe mm-hmm. this is a good way to kind of wind it down here, but like yes. um, the whole, the whole spark thing. And I, I, I sometimes feel like I am meeting a lot of, the uh, San Francisco is full of amazing women. Like mm-hmm. if you're in the city, you're smart, you've probably gone to therapy. You're probably interesting. Like mm-hmm. this is a cool place. It attracts cool totally. people. Totally. And I've met a lot of cool people and they check a lot of boxes. And I think I'm kind of holding out for that magical, alchemical, I don't know what it is, but when I see it, I know where, or I, I can't define it, but when I, I know it, when I see it or who, like a Supreme Court justice, yeah. but you know, like, <laughs> yes. Um, Look, you and I both, and that's why I don't think your standards are too high. Hmm. But as mentioned previously, and I know that, again, we want to wind this down. I do believe in trying to see if something will develop, see if the, seeing if the spark will develop over time, because that's happened to hmm. me a number of times. I've heard people say, and I don't, I don't know how you feel about this, but like, mm-hmm. well, if, if I had to guess, I, w- I would guess that you do believe that like men and women are different about this kind of stuff. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. My, my father and my mom, they've spoken to me candidly about love, relationships, sex, since I was a very young girl. And like oh, I said, awesome. they've been happily awesome. married for 45 years. They're a gorgeous, fabulous, sexually active couple. I mean, they're <laughs> fantastic people. They're very entertaining people. Um, and they've always been candid about what they think about relationships and, you know, what they hope for me and all those things. But my dad made it very clear to me that my mom was visually appealing to him, mm-hmm. still is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was about the chase because she, a lot of people don't believe this, but she waited until they were engaged to have sex, which was four years into the relationship. So Whoa. he's constantly encouraging me to hold off on the sex thing. He's like, oh. look, it works. It works. It works. It works. Don't do it. And I'm just like, look, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's interesting. That's fascinating. Um, so yeah, the, the, going back to what you said, yes, I do believe men and women are very different when it comes to dating. I've, I've heard it said that men know... And I, you know, these broad generalizations, I don't, I don't love them, but a lot of people say that in general, men know pretty early on if there, if there's a potential there and that women, um, and you know, we're probably talking about, you know, cishet straight people, you know, whatever, but like mm-hmm. women, uh, that th- it can really take them time to warm up and discover mm-hmm. that they, uh, you know, feel that way. Yes, absolutely. I think my best relationships have been me warming up. Now, of course, I've had the relationship where I see someone and it's like, whoa, yes, and we're on a date and it just, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was how I felt about my most recent partner of three years. I liked <laughs> him immediately. It was an immediate thing. <laughs> um, so I think it just, it varies. But I believe that what you're saying is correct. Men know what, within the first 10 minutes of meeting a woman, whether or not they want it to be something. And then women can take time. You know, that's what they say, 
Now that I think back on it, though, I wonder if that's been true for me. Okay, you know what? Let's put a pin in that. Let's okay. make that a topic for the next okay. episode. Um, because I would love to have you back on. This is so much fun. Yes, I knew here. when I had the idea, I knew this was going to be so much fun to do this with you. And this was so much fun. I was right. Um, <laughs> and I hope you had fun too. I did. I had a blast. And I so appreciate you asking me to be on this. I'm very excited you're doing this. I think you have the voice for it. <laughs> and yeah, you're a beautiful person. I'm very excited to be involved. Well, you're a beautiful person as well, and I'm Thank I'm you. super happy to have you on. Okay, so yeah, uh, we'll play schedule Tetris and try to figure it out. Um, but I think that's what we've got for this episode. Perfect. Um, is there anything you wanted to say before we close up here? Thank you for having me. I think I've already said it a million times, but other than that, thank you to all of your listeners. <laughs> Both of millions of listeners. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, well, awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to come back. Taylor, thank you for joining. Um, and yeah, that's what we've got. Uh, So yeah, I guess until next time, uh, we wish you all the best. Yes. Wish you all the best. Thanks, Scott.